Good morning and welcome to the JRA Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Cran, and that intro song was brought to you by Aaron Taus and the song Control. Happy New Year's to everyone. It's 2021, first podcast of the year. Who knows how many we'll have come out this year. Um, and I'm hoping in this new year we'll see where this podcast can go and how far it can make it. Um, and I really hope this podcast continues to grow over the next year. Um and I hope we all have a have a big year this year. It can't be much worse. So we'll we'll see where it goes. And wise of sports talk today, we had two big college football games yesterday that we'll dive into for like the first quarter of this podcast. And then we will be going into week 17 of the NFL and give our picks or give my picks um, for all of the games that we'll be seeing and then we'll kind of show how my picks would affect the playoff picture and how it would look. Um, I'm kind of surprised, though, that we made it to week 17 this smoothly. We've had a couple people now get COVID, and we'll see what they do with the playoffs if people get COVID. Because that I didn't really think about that until this week, where it's kind of like I think Alvin Kamara could be out for their game. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll get into that later. We'll start off with the college football games we saw yesterday. Not the best games to watch, huh? Man, neither of them were very close. I was really hoping the Clemson-Ohio State one would be pretty good, but it it wasn't too good. I think the team that – I think Ohio State blowing out Clemson is more surprising than Clemson blowing out Ohio State, but um, still still not too good of games to watch. We'll start off with Notre Dame against Alabama. And this one went just about how everyone thought it would. Um Notre Dame looked in the first half, and Alabama made sure to pull away. In the second half, I think the closest it was was like, I think Notre Dame was only down seven at a point in the second quarter. But other than that, Alabama was in control of this thing the whole way. Um, Notre Dame's offense honestly didn't even look that bad. Like they they never they had a few three and outs, but they generally like got yards every drive. They just couldn't find a way to score every drive, and that's what you're going to need to do against Alabama. Um, Devontae Smith obviously had a big game. He caught a few touchdowns, and Alabama rolled on to the national championship. And then in the second game, wasn't very close either. It was pretty close for like the first quarter and maybe like into the second quarter, but it kind of became ugly before half. Um, it was back and forth to start, and then Ohio State pulled away. Trevor Lawrence had some throws that looked very questionable. He didn't have the best game. Justin Fields had one of the games of his life. Um, will this affect draft order? Maybe. I don't think so. I think Trevor Lawrence, just over his career, people are going to think the Jaguars will still take Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields. Even after this performance, Fields threw six TDs. Um, and Ohio State had a good running game as well, Lave leading receiving. Um, and so this sets up an Ohio State versus Alabama National Championship. But first off, how about Clemson? Dabo Sweeney made some comments earlier in the week, and man, do those not look smart now. That was fun to see all the tweets on all that about how they were ranked 11th, being the, the lowest team to ever make the National Championship. Um, and then we had some interesting interviews there at the end, too. With the Trevor Lawrence one where uh, the reporter didn't realize she was muted and made fun of his mustache. 
Um, but another thing I wanted to talk about in these games was targeting. I actually saw this in the Cincinnati-Georgia game as well. The one player got targeting. That one was pretty good. And obviously the main debate goes to this Clemson hit on Justin Fields. Is that targeting? Is that not? Uh, I kind of see it both ways. I figured I'd give my say. Uh, when you watch the hit, like the linebackers kind of lined up for it not to be targeting, and then Justin Fields kind of spins into it. And if you watch it in full time, you'll see that. Um, and so he almost has a spin move right towards where the head of the Clemson player is. If he just ran straight or slid or anything like that, he's going to hit the right side of him. So this makes the Clemson player put his head right into his torso. My first reaction was like, yeah, you kind of have to call targeting on that, even if it isn't like watching that hit in slow motion. You watch that and you're kind of like, you can't not call targeting on that. The whole thing they're trying to get out of the game is leading with your head, and that's exactly what he did. Obviously, I'm sure they were going off of a written rule, word by word. Does this count as it? So I bet they made the right call. But I think the one thing that I don't like about targeting is the review system. I hate how they go off of slow-mo. That is probably the thing that pisses me off the most about it because, like, I don't care if we're looking at it in, like, 0.1 speed, but that's not how it is in real time. You watch that in real time, it looks less like targeting than it does in slow motion because these players aren't playing in slow motion. They're playing in real time. When it's a bang-bang play like that, you can't expect a Clemson player just to get out of the way. Like, he's he's already going into his tackle motion. And so I, I just really don't agree with a player getting ejected on that. Um, they shouldn't be ejected for bang-bang plays like this. I would understand a penalty, but to eject a player, especially in a playoff game, I think that's bizarre. I think he shouldn't have been ejected. And, I mean, we've talked about how they should almost do like a – a flagrant one, flagrant two type of deal in basketball where, like, you can have it where it's just a penalty and it's like a warning for the player basically saying if you do one more like that, you're done. Um, I, I don't like the idea of that it's either the player's ejected or there's not even a penalty. Um, and so I think they should figure out a middle ground to make one where it's like, just a penalty, but the player doesn't get ejected yet. Um, but that's how I'm going to go over with the the college football games. We'll cover over Alabama, Ohio State later in the week. I think obviously everyone's going to be leaning towards Alabama in that game. Um, Justin Fields is going to have to have another insane game to try to take down Alabama. So we'll see where that goes. Um, but we'll move on to the NFL games this week. I'll be going over every single one. And after all my picks, I'll kind of go over what the playoff picture would look like if all of my picks were to happen. Obviously, that's most likely not going to be the case. I think it would be absurd for me to go 16-0. But we'll get right into it, and we'll start off with the noon window, obviously, where all of the AFC action is mainly happening with a few NFC games. So first game that we will be going over is Dolphins at Bills. This is a hard one to pick. Um... The Bills are sitting at the two seed. I think they have to lose and the Steelers have to win to lose the two seed. Now, we kind of talked about this. Um, between the two and three seed, I don't think it really matters. Um, you you look at how much of a mess the AFC is. 
really all you're going for in the two seed and three seed is probably more likely to be home in that second round, um, which could be a big deal. Now, we see the Steelers sitting people. I think the Bills have said they're starting people. Um, but we'll see if they actually start people the whole game. I'm going to go ahead and take Buffalo in this game, though. Fitzpatrick is out, so if Tua struggles, they don't really have another option. We haven't seen Tua really – we've seen finish some games, go the whole four quarters. But I think the coach almost relies on the idea of if one of them is struggling to put in the other one. When you don't have that aspect of it, they might struggle. It really – this game really does rely on how long the Bills play their starters, though. But I'm going to take the Bills for now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins won this game. Though. I think this is one of the more 50-50 games. And, of course, it's the first one I'm – I'm having to predict here. Uh, next game is Ravens versus Bengals. This is an easier one. I'm just going to go ahead and take Ravens. They're going to be playing everyone. Um, Ravens have a win and get in. Actually, in the last game, I meant to say the Dolphins have a win and get in situation too. Um, I think the Ravens probably have the easiest path. Um, and if they do lose, I believe as long as the Browns or Colts lost, they'd still get in. So they've probably got the easiest path and wise of getting in of most teams. Um, but yeah, I like them to beat the Bengals. I think we, we saw them annihilate them last time they played on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll see how they do this week. I think they'll they'll roll over the Bengals. Uh, we head to Cleveland for Steelers versus Browns, which looked like it might be for the division, but sadly the Browns lost. And the Steelers win gives the division to the AF, or sorry to the Pittsburgh Steelers um, to win the AFC North. So in this game, we're actually seeing the Steelers sit Big Ben. So it'll be Mason Rudolph starting. Obviously, the Browns are going to start everyone. They also have a win and get in. Um, if they lose, I think they need the Colts to lose. And then they'd get in. Or there's another path with the Titans, I believe. Um, but I, I like the Browns here either way. I think they'll win this one. Um, obviously last week they had a loss to the Jets. It looked bad, but they were missing a lot of starters. Um, and now the Steelers aren't really trying. I expect them to come out and win this game. I think they have the ability to perform well. Doesn't mean the Steelers aren't going to try. The players on the field are still going to be very much trying to beat them in this game. But, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I like the Browns in this one. Uh, then we head to one of the more irrelevant games of the week in Vikings versus Lions. Obviously, Dalvin Cook just lost his father. I'm not sure. I mean, that that sucks to hear. Um, I'm not sure if he's playing or not. I didn't really look into it too much. I'm going to assume he's playing. Either way, I'm probably going to take the Vikings here. I think they're one of the best teams that aren't in the playoff race anymore. Lions... Five and ten. I mean, if they if they win this game, they'd they'd finish six and ten, which isn't too bad. And why is it talking about the Lions? I feel like it's been worse the last few years, but um, I think the Vikings will finish strong in the season seven and nine, and we'll see where they head next year. Then we got Jets versus Patriots, which isn't a relevant game, but it's actually kind of interesting to me because like there's obviously all this talk about like Bill Belichick playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers and wise of like. Oh, telling the Rams to lose to the Jets and stuff like that. Sadly, I think a win for the Jets doesn't do anything in wise of like hurting them. So I was thinking of like 
I bet Belichick would lose this game on purpose so they get a better pick and the Jets could fall to like the three spot, but I don't think they can. I don't think it's possible because I think the Texans or Bengals are sitting at three with four wins, so if the Jets get to three, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I'm actually going to take the Jets here. I, I feel like this is a game that Bill Belichick is purposely going to lose so they get a better pick. Because um, obviously if they if they win this game, they improve to seven and nine, then you're not getting the best pick in the world. And if they're going to go for a quarterback, you want to try to get the best pick possible and jump a few teams. So we'll, we'll see what they do. But I honestly kind of like the Jets here. They're on a roll. I feel like I got to take them one week in the season, so I'm going to take them here. Give me the Jets to finish out the season 3-13 and 13 after they looked like they weren't going to be winning a game this year. Uh, still in the noon window, we've got Cowboys versus Giants, which is probably the first really big game of the week. Um, this is obviously an elimination game, and whoever wins this game will need help from the Eagles on Sunday night football. So Cowboys versus Giants. Giants are home in the Swans. Dallas is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and I'm going to go with Dallas. They're kind of on a hot streak right now. Um, they're sitting at 6-9. and nine. They've looked really good the last few weeks. They look like a good team. Um, I know Pollard had a big week last week. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys just because they're um, the hotter team right now. I think the Giants have the ability to win this game. They've won games that they should lose, and I think their defense – looks pretty good but they they've had three rough losses in a row after they look like they're they were going to win the division um i don't expect it to end here i think the cowboys take this one and they'll have a chance at the division relying on the eagles being the football team on sunday night but we'll get to that as our last game uh then we got falcons buccaneers pretty irrelevant game i'm going to take the bucks i think the bucks are starting everyone I'm actually not sure. I think it's there. It's possible they could lose the one seed to the Rams. I believe if the Rams won and Bucks lost, I think the Rams could get to the top wild card, which you want to get the top wild card here because you'd play the NFC East winner. So I think the Buccaneers are really going to want to win this game against the Falcons to make sure they get that top wild card and get the NFC East winner. So I like the Bucks here against. The Falcons. I mean, I think they'd win anyways if it wasn't really for that much. Then we head to the 3 o'clock window where we see more of the NFC-related games. First off, we got the big one, Packers versus Bears. Uh, this one's at Soldier Field. Packers are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, obviously, Packers clinch the one seed with a win. The Bears clinch a playoff spot with a win. Um, and, I mean, I'm going to take the Packers here. Obviously, the Packers had big news of losing David Bakhtiari earlier this week. Um, that's a big blow, especially for the playoff run. But I know there's a whole thing on he had been missing earlier in the season, and the O-line didn't do too bad, I don't think. Um, obviously, it's still a big blow, though, especially when you have to play the Bears' D-line. Um, so the Bears are going to have to find a way to attack their O-line this game and try to try to break through a little bit to force some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I think the Bears have a shot in this game. I don't really think they'll win, though. The Packers look really good. Bears are also missing some players in the secondary, which does not help against Devontae Adams. So we'll see what the Bears' game plan is, but I, I like the Packers here. Uh, so we'll see if the Bears get in, if the Cardinals can lose. But first, we'll go over some other games. Raiders versus Broncos. 
Again, one that has no implications at all. Both these teams already missed the playoffs. I like the Broncos here at home um, in January. I, I Yeah, I like the Broncos here. Um, I would put the Broncos finishing the season at 6-10. and 10, Raiders at 7-9. and nine. I feel like the Raiders are just kind of in the dump right now because they had a good shot at the playoffs and they blew it, so I don't think they're really going to want to go out. They're just playing for pride at this point. Um, so I like the Broncos here. Then we got Jaguars versus Colts, which I'm actually very confused on why that game and the Titans game are at 3 o'clock instead of noon. So we we could see a situation where a lot of AFC teams need some AFC team needs the Colts to lose here, or needs the Titans to lose. Um, but Jaguars Colts, I mean, you couldn't get a better matchup if you're a Colts fan here in the last week of the season. So I'll go ahead and take the Colts. I don't think they lose that game. Come on now. Um, every every other week it seems like they have a good or bad performance, but I I like them to win this one uh, pretty easily. We got Chargers versus Chiefs. The Chargers are actually favored in this one. Um, I don't really know. Do they say they, they've they have to be sitting Mahomes and everyone? If um, yeah, I think they're for sure sitting Mahomes. So they're saying the Chargers. You know what? I'll I'll take the Chargers. I think I originally was going to take the Chiefs, but I'll actually take the Chargers if if Mahomes isn't playing. I mean, the Chargers almost beat him when Mahomes was playing near the beginning of the season. Um. But I uh, I like what they're what they're doing, and I think they're they're ending the season strong. They end seven and nine, and it's kind of crazy to think about how many games they had the ability to win. That if they won, they could easily be a playoff team. So I think we'll see we're seeing a sneak peek of what may happen next year with the Chargers. Then we head to another big game: Cardinals versus Rams. Both these teams have a win and get in situation. Now I earlier picked the Packers to beat the Bears which means the Rams are already in. Um, but these games are at the same time, so the Rams won't know that. Um, this is a weird one. Jared Goff is out. I think Cooper Cup is not playing. Um, for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray is going to be playing, but he obviously has a leg injury. That might affect his running ability. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams. I, The Cardinals are a weird team. They have... Like you, you hear their roster, and you're like, this team could be the one seed, in my opinion. So, if they have the right game plan, they could do this. But I, I just don't see that offense getting going at all against this defense. And off of the hype building around this Rams quarterback, I don't think he has too much pressure on him to go out and perform. Um, as much as I think a QB would usually have in the situation where it might be a win and get in situation. Um. So in this situation, I would have the Rams winning and the Cardinals are the odd one out in the playoffs. Um, Cardinals could easily win this game, though. We'll we'll see what happens. As a Bears fan, I'm hopeful they lose, and that's probably honestly one of the reasons why I'm picking the Rams. But um, I, I hope the Cardinals lose this one. Then we got Seahawks 49ers. Not much to talk about here. I'll take the Seahawks. Um, I think they're starting everyone because they still got a shot at the bye. Um I mean, yeah, I don't have much else to say in that. I don't know who the 49ers are starting here. The 49ers did just beat the Cardinals, but um, I think the Seahawks are a little better than the Cardinals. Then we got Saints-Panthers, kind of the same situation. Saints still have a shot at the bye. I think the Packers will win anyway, so I don't think either of these games will really matter. 
I think if the Saints lose, they'd fall to the three seed if like the Seahawks and Packers won. Um, but I yeah, I like the Saints here. Um, at Carolina, Carolina is a good team, but I think the Saints are a little too much. Um, and I think the Saints know they got to get hot here at the right time before going to the playoffs because whoever's in that, I mean, if they get the two seed. Right now, I have the Bears being the seventh seed. I mean, if they play close to the Packers, this game is going to be a good game. Um, so they know. I mean, and you could also have the Cardinals. The Cardinals could win or lose any game. You could have the Rams. The Rams could win or lose any game. Um, but but we'll we'll see what happens. Actually, I don't know if they could have the Rams. Could they? I don't know. Maybe maybe they could. I'm not really sure. Oh uh, no, I don't think they can. Anyways, um, and then we got Titans, Texans. Obviously, this is a big game for the Titans. The Titans will know how much they have to play for, but obviously they win. They win the division. Um, so I expect Derrick Henry to have a big game after last week's struggles. They're playing the Texans, divisional opponent. They won in overtime last time. I think the Texans are obviously going to try to win this game, but I think I like the Titans there. And then we get into the big game for the NFC East on Sunday night. The football team versus the Eagles. Who would have thought the football team has a chance in Week 17, the team with no name, to win the NFC East? I would have never thought about it. We don't know who's exactly playing at quarterback here for the football team. If it's not Alex Smith, I think the Eagles win this one by a million. Um, the football team's defense is really good, and I actually like their matchup against Jalen Hurts. But you can't win a game when you're only scoring like 15 points. I think the Eagles actually look like they have a bit of an identity with Hurts. Um, but they did struggle against the Cowboys last week. But I am going to go ahead and take the Eagles here. I think they pull off the win. I think they have a good enough team to win this game now. Um, they lost this team in week one, and they blew a big lead against them, honestly. And I think they'll be wanting to win this one. Um, and I think Jalen Hurts proves that he's he's their guy here, um, and I'm sure Doug Peterson is trying to play for his job as well. Um, and so we'll we'll see what happens. But I like the Eagles there. So where that would put the playoff picture, I'll go through the AFC and the NFC here. So in the AFC, we'd have the Chiefs, the one seed, Bills, two seed, Steelers, three seed, Titans, four seed. That's how it is right now. Um, before this week even started. And then the wild card, I have the Dolphins being the odd one out, which would put the Ravens at the five seed, the Browns at the six seed, and the Colts getting in the last spot at the seven seed. So in wise of playoff matchups, we'd have Colts versus Bills. I think that's a pretty good game. Um, Colts have their weeks where they kind of play really good. We have Browns versus Steelers, which would obviously be – the third time they've played, the second week in a row they would play. But obviously the Steelers would be starting their starters. I would love to see a playoff matchup between those two teams. And then we have Ravens at Titans, which is a rematch of last year's playoff game, but now the Titans are kind of the team on top. That would be a very good matchup. Um, I know a lot of people talk about it. I think, it's, I think Lamar Jackson might win a playoff game if he's away. I think it might be a bit of a different story if they might not even be the favorite in their game. So that's it for the AFC. Um, and then if we take a look at the NFC, we'd have the Packers at the one seed, 
Saints two seed, Seahawks three seed, and then with my picks, the Cowboys win the division and get the four seed. Um, and then in the wild card race, I had the Bears win. Or sorry, I had the Bears lose and the Cardinals lose. So that would put the Buccaneers at the five seed, Rams at the six seed, and then the Bears sneak in for the seven seed at eight and eight. So with those rankings it would be bears at saints uh this could be an interesting one obviously i have the bears coming off a loss to the packers if it's really bad then this might not be a close game but it could be close the bears have their weeks where they perform well i think obviously it helps the bears to not have fans in new orleans um i actually do think they have limited capacity though or something like that with family um then we'd have rams at seahawks which is an intriguing one um, we saw them play last week for the Seahawks. When I think this would be a good defensive game, which team can do better on defense. And then we'd have Buccaneers at Cowboys, which if I wanted to see the Buccaneers play anyone in the NFC East, I'd want them to play the Cowboys. I think that's kind of an iconic matchup with Tom Brady against the Cowboys. I'd love to see it. And, I mean, the Cowboys coming to this game would have won a few in a row, so it's not like that game's a complete gimme for the Buccaneers with how they've played sometimes. Um, but that is all I've got. I'm going to go watch some Mizzou basketball. I don't know if you guys saw their last game. They did not play well. I went with one of my friends that goes to Tennessee, and Tennessee absolutely walloped the Mizzou. But hopefully Mizzou can bounce back in this one. They're up by four with a minute 50 left in the first half. So hopefully, hopefully they're able to pull out this one. They're ranked 12th right now. They're obviously going to drop because of their loss. But hopefully a win here can uh, can make them not drop so far. Um, but yeah, that's all I got today. First podcast of the year. Hopefully many more. I will see you all later. My next podcast will probably be Monday. Maybe just going over what we saw and where the playoff picture is at and the matchups we're going to see. Um, I don't know if I'm quite gonna like, I'll obviously do like a podcast of just like my playoff predictions going fully through and who's gonna win the Super Bowl, but then probably like the Friday right before next weekend, um, I'll get a, a podcast out on my just like week predictions. And then, um, obviously the national championship for college football is next week as well. So. We'll see what happens there, but that is it for today. No episode tomorrow. I'll probably be back on Monday, and I will see you all later. Have a good weekend. Um, Bye.